Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another Beer-tastic voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beer-tastic Voyage. My name's Kevin. I'm Mark. And I'm Justin. And today, we are heading back to the east end of Long Island to visit Jamesport Brewing, which is, uh, I think the zip code is actually in Riverhead, but it's close enough. It's just on the far side of Riverhead. It's literally like if you walk down the street. The, yeah. the GPS changes to Jamesport. Like, it's, you know, not a big deal. Yeah, it might just be one of those things where, like, it's physically located in Jamesport, but okay. it, you know, it's mail is delivered by the Riverhead Post Office. Oh, okay. Like, my house is technically in East Patchog. Okay. But the Patchog Post Office delivers my mail. Well, I live on the east side of Nichols Road, so I'm pretty certain I'm in Selden, but I have a center inch zip code, so that's what I'm going with. Right, exactly. So, what, um,. What beers do we have to, from them today? We have their uh, Sound Avenue Summer, which is just a, a blind ale. Okay. We've got their Sugar Skull Pumpkin. Ooh, that sounds like a fun name. They have a badass uh, logo for that, too. They had a really cool shirt. Yeah, yeah. it's like a Dia del Mosuerto. Okay. Like Skull. Very cool. Yeah. Iconography. With like the flowers and the yeah, eyes yeah. and stuff like that. Okay. And then we've got their uh, Barn Swallow Brown. Okay. That, every time I hear that, I giggle a little bit like a two-year-old, or more like a 12-year-old barn swallow. swallow. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, so we're going to start with, I'm assuming we're going to start with the blonde. Uh, yeah, we're going to go summer. We're gonna go uh, summer, uh, pumpkin, and brown. Okay. I'm so in. while we're uh, getting pours and stuff ready, the... Uh, um, it's a farm brewery. They uh, grow hops. Mostly, it's the hops, right? The well, they've been growing hops there. They're uh, they have a company called Li Hops, I think. Okay. And uh, the Fresh Hop Festival has been held there the past few years. Oh, that's cool. Like since it moved from Martha Clara, it's been at Jamesport Farm Brewery. I see. Or I have like not at been, the farm that the brewery yeah, is. I have not been out located. to the, uh, to their location or been out to the farm ever. And then. Uh, Last year, I think they started growing barley, and then this year they grew, like, I don't know, a ridiculous quantity because... Of barley? Of barley, yeah. yeah. Like, they're growing everything there on the farm. Okay. Uh, I don't know if they've completely worked out malting in-house yet, because I know they had been working with uh, another maltster, like, up in the Hudson Valley right. area for a little while. But yeah, they, that's why they their whole thing is uh, farm to pint. That's cool because they're growing it, and then they're brewing with it. That's I now that's really like a farm brewery. That's awesome. Like, yeah, to be able to say like, hey, we even use the barley that we grew on, you know, just outside here. Yeah, they uh, look out the window. See that? That's the barley that's going to be in the next batch. They're growing barley. They grow wheat, and I think they grow rye too. Oh, okay. So well, we love and, rye and everything. So that's good. Yeah, yes, and, rye and, and all the things. They're, uh, you know, using all this stuff together. It was, uh, the idea was put together between uh, Melissa Daniels and Anthony Caggiano. They're, like, okay. business partners. Gotcha. And they've been growing hops, and then they decided to start planting the barley, and people were saying to them, like, you're growing the hops and the barley. Why don't you... Where's part three? Come on, let's like, go. Like, why don't you, you know, start your own brewery instead of just selling that out to other breweries, yeah. To other breweries. And I'm like, oh, you know, that's not a bad idea. And so that's how the idea started, and they opened up, uh, I think, in April of this year. So they've been open 
five months now, roughly. Yeah, the um, the outside of there reminds me of the inside of Great South Bay. So there's okay. a ton of chairs to sit at and everything. Oh, and yeah, they got corn, picnic corn tables. They got lots of cornhole. They had like a stack of hay bales for the children to play on. Yeah, it was like they, they just said goats love to play on this, so children will too. Like that's exactly <laughs> what it looked like. <laughs> Pretty much. And that's exactly what happened. So <laughs> They're goats just prancing about. Yeah. Yeah, or it's, children, it's a really nice beer garden-ish type area i don't know outside. if the food truck that was there is there all like if that's the the place it goes on okay. the weekends or anything or if that's the one that's usually there but the uh the food truck was very good i i, I liked all it right, the, we have bubbles so that's good yes i heard it when it opened it popped yeah for we have crawlers we, we purchased these uh crawlers uh three weeks ago and uh but they're yeah. not the sealed crawlers they're the uh they, the twist top t- crawlers crawlers yeah they've got the reusable tops on them and they they were already like seamed, right? So I, w- I was not entirely sure like how good the seal would have held up on them. Okay. Well, <laughs> for those of you just listening, this is one of the first podcasts we're also recording. It'll be available on our YouTube channel if you want to see how stupid we are when we do this. Yeah. But there was just a moment there where I went up to the camera and then Mark went up to the camera. And you got to understand that I'm watching this. And, and, and there and, definitely is a delay. Yeah. So it's kind of entertaining. And, and Kevin is watching it on his phone. So there was a there's a good solid two seconds of dead space there that you probably won't hear because I'll remove it. Right. Um. Yeah, this is crystal clear and bright gold i like, feel like there was more there's more carbonation in this right now than there was when it got poured tasting. when it got poured in the tasting yeah it's good. i mean not that Maybe. it was bad then it, i like this beer no yeah i i enjoyed this at the brewery um and the other thing that i should mention too i'm not exactly sure what entirely the relationship is but um tweaking frog oh there were yeah there were two taps there for is tweaking frog. At, is now brewing there too so i think it's like a uh Kind of like the from what the I taste re- of Long Island used to be, where like right. they have alternating okay uh, ownership of the actual brewing equipment. Yeah, from what I had, I think I remember hearing something at an event that Tweaking Frog was going to be out east somewhere. Um, I remember hearing. I want to say it was at the Rocky Point Festival when they were there. I just kind of like overheard them talking about it, but that's going to be complete hearsay. Right. But I feel like I remembered that. And you know what I just realized? What's that? I didn't check in when we were there. Ah, I did. Did you? Yeah, I did. Maybe I didn't then. I think you and did because we were talking about it. I couldn't get the app open. Yeah. We have to check your phone. All right. Um, color. All right. Um, Bright gold. Yeah. Crystal clear. Good carbonation. For the aroma, I get, uh, I get a, little, a nice... Uh, a rather bready aroma for a summer. Yeah, there's a little there's a little bit of the bread in there. Yes. Solidly gold. Um <laughs> solid gold. <laughs> like, I like, feel like I should have my afro on. Yeah, two two <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um the the taste is a it's a it's a pretty um flavorful summer. Um you know, a lot of times you get a summer L and it's Exactly what it sounds. It's kind of a straight up lawnmower beer, just this side of your your larger. Um, well, I mean, brews. this is it's just the blonde ale. Yeah, it's their summer seasonal, but it's oh. a, just a solid blonde ale. Yeah. yeah, no, this is a this is a nice blonde ale. It's light and refreshing, and I think in the summertime, this is you know exactly what you want. 
Yeah, this is a light beer I can get behind. Um, yeah, it's got um, a little more flavor than a pills. Yeah, it's um, got but good it doesn't flavor. Have a heavy body. It got a little bit of uh, pininess, but not not anything yeah. offensive. It's, it's just it's a it's a palate cleaning pininess to me at least. Yeah, no, I'm yeah. I'm not saying it's yeah. bad in any way, but it's definitely the uh, the hop character is definitely leaning towards the pininess, and I don't remember what varieties they're growing there, but they. They definitely are like Chinook and okay Cascade, Cascade, and, yeah. and I, I don't Ameri- so it's definitely going to be yeah, American yeah, style Ameri- hops. American yeah. hops. Um, no, this is this is something I could really get behind, and um, you know, I want this with barbecue. Yeah, you know, I want, something sweet, I want, a sweet barbecue sauce. Go great yeah, with this. I want this with barbecue. I want to hang out or maybe have like when we do the crab boil. Like I could be drinking, uh-huh. putting these down. This would go good in this the crab oil. Yeah, yeah, this would be really good with... Uh, you know, but it just... This is this is a really tasty beer, and I like that it's clean and simple and refreshing, and, like, and I think this is a great beer. Like, whether even though they're calling it their summer, I feel like if they were trying to really build a base and they wanted to have people come into their tasting room, you would want this on tap all the time. Because this is the one that you would hand them that when they ask for something like a bud, you go, here you go, drink this instead. Yeah, it def- it's and definitely more of a gateway than their uh, their hay beller, which is their American pale ale, right. or their, uh, uh, the hell is the well, IPA called? I'm the to ho something? Yeah. Something ho, I forget exactly. It's like, yeah, the ho IPA, that's all we can remember. Ho, ho, ho. Actually, you know, I have the internet. Let me see if I can yeah. get Justin that. Justin Googles it. So the uh, <laughs> the this Blondale here is uh, 5.5% alcohol, and it's Perfect. got 20 IBUs. Yeah. So That's quite nice. And their flavor text is light, refreshing Blondale with bright citrus notes and a hint of honey flavor. Yeah, I can't say I really – I mean, if they're saying hints of citrus, I can see that, but I would definitely not have picked yeah. that out. Um, I get a little citrus in the aroma. The aroma, yeah. Yeah. And if there was a little more citrus present in it, I don't think I would complain at all. No, I, I actually, no. I would want, I would, I would like that. Um, oh, it is the Rose and Hose. Rose and Hose. Rose and it. Hose. Gotcha. <laughs> Similar to the Boats and Hose. Right, right exactly. Um, I'll get this one started and I'm going to go with a bomber on this one. Um, yeah, I think it's just straight up drinking beer. Yeah. You know, if you told me if there was this around, I don't think anybody would really, anybody who enjoys drinking beer would be happy to have this one around. It's definitely a party pleaser. Yeah. I'm, I'm game. Bombers for me. I'm a new, uh, I'm a second to bomber. It's, uh, I enjoy it a lot. Um, I, I'm starting to pick out the light beer styles that I like to move towards. Mm-hmm. And I think that blonde is definitely one of them. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm making a hat trick. I'll call this a bomber as well. It's really good beer, but um, I just want some other variety here. Yeah. I'm not, not going to want a growler of this. That'd be I, too I think much. We're, I think we're all on the same page. Like, it's really good. It's nice and clean. And if this is what we're drinking with a meal, it's going to be perfect. But if it's you know, or on this given on a given day, it's fine. But it's just. It lacks a little something to really be going, hey, I'm going to drink this endlessly. <laughs> it lacks that complexity. <laughs> as Mark Mark pours water in the direction of my laptop again, I was trying to reach as far as I could. 
you've uh, pre- prematurely uh, uh, popped out there. Um, yeah, that's a pretty good one. One of the one of the beers we don't have, their Oktoberfest. I had had um, someone had brought it to a bottle share that I was at recently, mm. and um, it was a you know I ha- I, that was a pretty pretty decent uh, Oktoberfest as well. Okay. So, um, I think the uh, storage on the the uh, sample that we got wasn't wasn't super. So did we ever? Um, I don't know if we have, we. I think we had mentioned it once. Was it a Fest beer or was it a Martzen beer? Which one? The yeah, Jamesport one? It's, it's, I'm looking now. They're calling it a Martzen. Okay. Um, Most of uh, the Oktoberfest beers that are made by craft brewers are the Martzen style. There's only a few that are the Fest beer. Like yeah. Sierra Nevada's Oktoberfest yeah. is a Fest beer. I think uh, Goose Island has a Fest beer as well. Now, typically an Oktoberfest, like, uh, even a Martzen would be lagered, right? Yeah, but okay. the thing, important thing to remember with German beers is that uh, lagering has nothing to do with the yeast used to ferment it. It's just uh, the way the beer is treated after it's fermented. Okay. Right. That makes sense. It just means they shove it in barrels and... Right, yeah. Germans don't talk about lager yeast and ale yeast. Germans talk about uh, Cold top storage. fermented yeast and bottom fermented yeast. That's interesting. I thought that the only yeast that were bot- that are bottom fermenting were lager yeast. Yes. Okay. Right, but they don't call it lager they yeast. They just call it bottom oh, fermenting yeast. Oh, I get it. So the, it's just, just their nomenclature, right. how they would refer to it. I get it. It's probably a better... More ac- a more accurate way to describe to it too. Yeah, yeah, it would make sense because the act of lagering is really just cold storage, right? And right. the idea is the bottom fermenting yeast do better in cold storage. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I have to say we have a uh, another point for the these resealable crawlers here that pour it out with a really nice head and some good you know and carbonation. Hmm. The um, the color on it, I would say we're going towards a. Uh, I don't know what the one is for it, but it's it's two. I think it's copper. Yeah, it is uh honey color almost. Yeah, it's I would say it's light copper slash deep amber. Excellent. It's not quite dark enough for copper. All right. Well, you know what? Um, I, I, just, uh, I might as well announce it here. I, I passed my uh, BJCP entrance exam. Oh. So way to go, buddy. I, I'm starting to learn these things. Yeah, I haven't forked over the ten bucks or whatever Cheers. it is yet. And I haven't. Uh, I actually just downloaded the study guide. It's seventy pages. Yeah, I basically yeah. shit my pants when I was while I was reading it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's insane. Well, we should probably do maybe get Andrew on from LIBME and do an episode about the whole process. But it, uh, fuck, man, that's yeah. gonna be a rough I, test. Yeah, I mean, I gotta start. <laughs> so uh, is that for the beard judge? For for the judge is the seventy page one. It's not. It's not. It's a, that's the seventy page study guide. Right. Right. Yeah. But. So you passed the test for the server's exam, right? No. 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 That's, I the one, the, that's what you're talking about, the study guide for the server's exam. No. no. For the beer judge oh, okay. Program. Yeah, I was. I, I basically downloaded two free – they give you a 20-question 20, 20 test for free. Okay. And I used two different emails, and I was able to do it twice. Okay. And I got – you know, I passed both of them easily. Right. So I had an hour to kill at work because I didn't go out for lunch. And okay. I went, Okay. Yeah. Here's ten bucks, and then I passed. So, okay, cool. and I, you know, to be honest, it, I definitely guessed at a bunch of things. They were educated guesses. Well, that's that's like yeah. that's good test taking skills. Yeah. So now I have to. So now the idea is I have to take a written exam and then a tasting exam okay. and then get points. So we'll there see what go. happens. We'll uh, keep everyone up to date. But I was happy that I was actually studying the color guide slightly, nice, a, a little bit, and I remembered copper. Pulled it well, out of my ass. As we <laughs> now start to have some decor here on the walls, I think the. 
SRM guy oh, needs to yeah. be on the wall somewhere. Yeah, that's cool. I think the AHA or somebody's got like a poster. Yeah. That uh yeah, we could definitely I get think that. I think that needs to be part of the reference materials here on the wall. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. This way Mark can get up off mic again and just hold it up next to the the the, the um uh, I was the gonna wall. say let's just get him a yard uh, a yardstick and he can just point to it. <laughs> it's here I have a yardstick upstairs. No yes. yeah the yardstick would be better. I was thinking about a laser but the yardstick would be better for effect. It would be like thwack thwap. Yeah. So we got copper and what do we got on the nose? I see you smell a little Kev. On the nose I get a little bit like the lightest bit of caramel on it. Mm. Um yeah, it's a it's a good descriptor, but it's a little bit of the candy. Also, I think I'm, that's what I'm getting. Yeah, maybe caramel is the right word. It, it smells sweet. Yeah, yeah. It, and yeah, so mm. almost like candy syrup sweet is the kind of smell that I'm getting. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I don't know. It smells like maple syrup without the mapleiness. Yeah, honestly, I think the only uh, way you can honestly, really say that it makes is sense. Sweet, or, yeah, 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 it's, yeah. It smells like breakfast syrup. It's sweet. Yes. There you go. It smells like you know. It smells yeah. like Smuckers or Ancient Mime or yeah, some the one shit that like the that. one that comes in the bottle that looks like a little old lady. <laughs> um, I took but a little I took a little sip and the t- taste is very good. The only issue that I have with this beer, I remember having it then, is that for me the mouth feels very thin, like a pumpkin beer. I w- I'm envisioning more mouthfeel because I mean obviously traditionally it's brewed with pumpkin. Whether that gives mouthfeel or not, I don't know. Right. But I know most of the pumpkins that I that I like, and actually the one that I brewed that I really like, which I'm shocked that I really like, is um it has more of a mouthfeel to it. Mm. I actually kinda like that it's light like this, that it doesn't um load up load you up. I feel like this is a little easier drinking one. Yeah, I mean it's also kinda light in the A B V. It's only four point seven. A lot yeah. of pumpkin beers are Closer to six. Six, yeah. Yeah, my, mine ended up at five, nine. And uh, it's got 20 IBUs in case you're interested. Yeah. It doesn't have the... I'm. You, it doesn't have the spice notes that a lot of beers throw in, that a lot of people throw in with their pumpkin things. Like, it doesn't have... I'm not picking I mean, up cinnamon or nutmeg It's there, or like but that. it's not... It's really faint. It's not to the point... Yeah, it's not clubbing you over the head with no. it. It tastes, which is my problem with a lot of pumpkin right. beers. So I'm, I'm imagining that you're enjoying this a bit more than usual. Yeah, it's other pumpkins. Yeah, it's not a squash buckler, but right. it's it's uh, better than uh, pumpkin. Warlock. Warlocks. No, no, no there's war- not a lot war- that's better than Warlock. Warlock is that's nice because that's yeah, a stout. That's it's yeah. not an amber. No, but it's just, that's heavy hitting. That's yeah. What or, you know, uh, Splashing Pumpkin from Great South Bay. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So what's interesting is I'm reading, I, I just was curious what their description of it was because, right. you know, we're we're going based on, at least I'm going based upon what I want in a pumpkin. Yeah. But what were they going for when they brewed it? Uh, or, you know, what did they, how do they describe it after the fact sometimes? <laughs> It says, not your typical pumpkin ale, not too sweet, not too spicy, and not too squashy. And then it, the last sentence is my favorite. Yeah. yeah Don't forget to ask for your sugar rim treatment. That's right. Sugar rim treatment. So Mark and I split a, a two tastings because their tastings come in fours and they had eight on the board. Okay. So when, we, when it came to get the uh, um, this beer, the, uh, the server asked if we wanted a uh, sugar rim. Yeah. And Mark immediately said yes because he assumed that I wanted it. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Can you yeah. only rim half the glass? Right, and then I was, and then I was like, I was going to say no because I know you don't want the sugar rim. I think I think you guys 
your your guys' relationship has really come to a new level where you're starting to consider each other's <laughs> needs and wants a lot more. And I we think did, that both just it, that it's a really strong balance. We we did two. we did do like the sip to sip. Uh, um, no, we definitely didn't do that. Kind of kind of like a Lady in the Tramp. Yeah. yeah, but I will say I do think, and I don't know if this was their thought or not, but I for me at least, um, I want more a little bit more of a um, sugar or spice in the, in it, and I think the rim offered that, but. For someone like Mark, who's a communist, we and that be the option to not have it and have it in its current form gives sort of the beer can be done both ways. Yeah. So without the sugar and the spice in it, you're able to make that choice, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I think that's what we always talk about when we talk about the sugar rim. Like, if it's made for if you make it make it to have a sugar rim, then that's one thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think this one's pretty good as far as pumpkin beers are concerned. Mm. Like I I kind of like it. I like that it's light. Um. It's a. I think it might be good for you know like a. It's not so heavy that you need it on a cold fall day, but on that random warm fall day, it'd be nice to have. Um, you know, because it still gets you that little bit of a seasonal feeling to it. Yeah. Um, just to pull, just to retreat back. Uh, you know, roll back to the to the rimming conversation. Yes. So Ayo. I had sent Mark. I, I I sent that picture to Mark of this uh of an of a display that was in a store that I'm working in and it had a beer with the sugar rim on it and it was a big display of uh I think it was the blue moon pumpkin or whatever. There was a couple of different pumpkins. Yeah, it was all the pumpkin there, ones. Yeah. So I was said see look this is how it's advertised it's supposed to be that way. Huh. So what I did not realize and I found this out but completely by accident was that that was not like the official picture that went with it. Like it was not an official display piece. Oh, okay. It was actually the store manager who took the picture to merchandise it better. And with that, he didn't just do like water and cinnamon sugar on the rim. He actually used caramel sauce around Oh, my it. God. And then did the cinnamon sugar. I'm like, holy shit. How much sugar do you yeah, eat on that? that? Sounds... I'm like, you're going to go into much like, fucking diabetic coma while you're drinking that. That's too much for me. And that just goes back to like my point, like grow the fuck up. Like so, so that was, if that, you want to drink something that sweet, get a Coke. See, at that point, I was completely in ca- on on your side of the camp with that. I was like caramel sauce and cinnamon sugar. Like that's that's ridiculous. You're 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 absurd. You're absurd. Yeah, I don't even know if that would taste good. I feel like it would taste good on ice cream. <laughs> Just not. I I don't need it on my beer. Am I against the cinnamon sugar rim? No, I made it very clear. I'm a, I'm a fan, but I think caramel would be way too much all right so especially with your uh sweet sweet love of leaf pile where are you going to rate this one um i'm going to put this one as a bomber as well i like it it's not my favorite of the pumpkin beers but it's up there i think it's i think it's a a good one i might go back to i like the um the thought process they had and i i I like the beer i mean i'm someone who wants a little bit more sugar and spice i mean i put a bunch of uh the different uh Spices and stuff into my pumpkin, including even some molasses. So obviously, I want some sweetness. And um, so I'm, gonna, I'm also going to go bomber on it. I think that it's a it's a solid pumpkin. If it were a little spicier, then uh, I probably would uh, would up would up that a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick it a pint, just because it's not really my bag. But it's you know I wouldn't have to struggle to drink a pint of it. Unlike, uh, yeah, I don't know. There was something. 
I guess it was the uh, the pineapple. Oh, the, the pineapple gozer that I got from yeah, Manny Young. Manny Young. Yeah, I Swan, took like one sip of it. I was Swan like, I'm dive. done. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, I finished yours. Speaking of the Manny Young stuff, I shared with uh, Tony. Um, one of the uh, I brought the four pack of one of the four oh, packs the peanut butter crunch of the peanut butter crunch, and I gave him one. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, dude!" And he he made that exact same reaction. <laughs> he was just like that every that all of us had just. Oh, this is really good. It's just with that beer, the the level of peanut butter they're able to get into it it's crazy. is amazing, and it's still super smooth. Yeah, it's, love it's it. really amazing. I love it. So again, we uh, these crawlers. I'll have to say, for three weeks in a uh, temperature controlled fifty five degree refrigerator, have good. they the, the, we they each one popped and we opened them, and there was a, a ser- you know a really good head when they were poured, and they're, yeah. they're perfectly carbonated. Yeah, they, they. I was uh, a little worried about them because they were the resealable ones, but they damn. did a damn good job. So, yeah. So color wise, I think uh, I'm gonna go with uh, well. This is dark what's brown. This, uh, new one that we're on. Oh yeah, sorry. Th- this is their no. barn swallow brown. Okay. This was one of my favorites when we were there. I'm going dark brown. Yeah, this is darker brown. Almost. Well, I'm gonna go with Mar- Justin's it's... favorite light black. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm. Can I see your reference guide for a second there, Mark? It's it's definitely darker than dark brown. Yeah, I, I thought it might be. Oh, There's there, very dark brown. There is a There's, very dark brown. There's yes. brown, dark brown, very dark brown. I think we're going very dark brown. Okay, I think that's so the one. I, if anyone hasn't ever looked at this, yeah. which I haven't looked at it in a long time. I'll put, it, I'll put a link in the show they notes. They put the, um, the, num- uh, the number next to it. What's the number again? SRM. 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 And so dark brown is at 30 SRM. Very dark brown is at 35 and black is at 37. So I'm going to say that this one probably comes in at 36. <laughs> so it, it's light black. That's right. Yeah, which is the light black. It's color. it's very dark for a brown ale. Yeah, it, yeah. it is. The uh, the aroma is interesting. It's um, I wouldn't call it a roast, but it's like it's I don't know. It's for like, no, I can only describe it in a color. It's roasty. <laughs> it is, but it's not. It's you know, it's a little just a, a tad roasty. It's not like a stout. No, it doesn't have really strong coffee notes like a stout. It's a no. sweet roasty. It, I, I, it's I don't. Sm- it, the, there's not. It smells like a little bit of leftover coffee in the bottom of the mug. Like, like I, you, if, yeah, you, like if, if you, you put forget, sh- if you yeah. finished your coffee and you forgot about it, and you picked up the mug again. Yeah. To have another sip, and it's, yep. there's not, and it's just been like the edge of coffee hanging out in there that's probably dried up. Like that's what this smells like. Yep, the very faintest bit of coffee. That mm. little bit. Uh, I like sugar in my coffee, so there's usually a little bit of sweet kind of hanging out in there. Like that's what I'm getting out of this, as far as the nose. Yeah, this um, the the taste kind of follows through with the idea. There's definitely a coffee hint to it, but not. It's not you know not in a coffee stuff, but I still keep getting this uh, this level of sweetness to it that I think you get from a brown ale that I like a lot. It pairs well with a little bit of roastiness. Yeah, I really enjoyed. This the most I think out of all the beers that we had when we were there. Yeah, this is definitely my favorite. I don't think that the taster did this one uh, justice. It wasn't really enough to kind of really coat your tongue, especially when you're splitting it with somebody. And I still liked it. Yeah, and also the uh, we're definitely getting better aroma from the mm. from the pine crust than the yeah. There's the little a little tasters. bit of a little nuttiness in the aroma also. Yeah. That's a better way of putting it. When I was saying yeah. sweet roasty, it was exactly yeah. that. It's a it's a little bit of um, maybe like walnuts. Yeah, it. Um, you know, I I, I don't know. Um, I'm amazed at how dark it is. It's <laughs> I really am. Yeah, I don't remember it being 
quite this There's dark when we were not, there. I, I can't put my finger on exactly what it is, but it's something just... I'm not going to say it tastes off. It doesn't taste off. It just tastes not what I'm expecting. Yeah, there's a what I think I'm getting is is a little bit of acridness um, laying on the sides of my tongue, and I, as I take subsequent sips, it, I think it, for me it's building a little bit. But again, I'm not not being a coffee drinker. I think I'm more sensitive to that particular uh, flavor on my tongue. Mark is uh, pondering. I'm not sure. I mean, I like brown ales, and this one, like, it's not. It's not. I'm not drinking it and going like, "Yeah, this is a really good brown ale." Like I want to. All right, Justin. I, I can. I get what you're saying there. But it's not. I don't think it's un. It's un. Uh, unexpected based upon the smell, and I don't think that it, it was. Uh, it's unintended. No, but I get what you're saying, where it kind of clings to the sides of my tongue a little bit. But it's not. That's not something that I really notice at all. Well, yeah, you drink coffee. Well, yeah, but I. I <laughs> drink my coffee without any sweetener in it too so well yeah but i mean that's what i mean that that flavor is even even more intense isn't it when you don't have the uh yeah the sweetener. yeah, yeah, that, that, yeah so that's, that's what i'm saying you're, i'm saying you're decent you are more desensitized to it in comparison to me who literally never ever 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 drinks coffee no ever. right yeah yeah no yeah. that's oh, what i'm page. trying to say oh okay gotcha yeah that's what I yeah that's we were both saying the same thing that's exactly what i mean i feel like i feel like for me i'm going to be way, way more sensitive to that it. being said i Oh yeah, you're. I really it. enjoy this beer. Yeah. I st- and I still enjoy the beer. <laughs> this is good, and I'm, I'm upset because I can't put my finger on what it is. There's just something about it that's just turning it off, turning me off a little bit to it, and I can't figure out what it is. Um, I'm gonna go with a pint on it because I do like it, and I am gonna drink it. But there's just something, and I'm gonna keep pondering it. I'm gonna finish this, the rest of it here because I want to try to figure it out, but I just can't seem to figure like nail it down of what's turning me off about it yeah i um it's definitely especially when you when you set it up as a brown ale i think that uh some expectations there that it's going to be a little sweeter than it is and not have the roast or as much of the roast um but i I still think it's a, a solid growler for me i really enjoy it um especially this time of year it's just starting to get a little cold um, this, this is the the right beer, the the right type of beer for me for this time of year. I'm right there with you with the growler. Um, could really enjoy myself through there. Uh, I don't I don't think I said this. The brown is uh, 5.3. Okay, that makes sense for a brown. With 28 IPU, IPUs, IBUs, and uh, their flavor text on it is uh, smooth and drinkable American brown with chocolate and coffee notes. And, uh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yep. Yeah, they nailed the description of it. And finishing it up, I still can't quite figure out exactly what it is, but maybe it's just a, you know, just a preference thing, you know, on this one. Yeah. I don't know. Usually Brown's usually browns one on the board that I go to, and I'm like, yeah, awesome, they finally have a Brown. Yeah, it's not because something I you know see it's very not, often. I know it's not a sexy style. No. No, it's definitely underrepresented. Yeah, I mean, uh, overall, I think the trip was was fun. It was a nice, definitely a nice break after uh, <laughs> breaking our asses, uh, pumpkin picking and, and apple picking and yeah, all that. Yeah, getting soaked at apple picking. And oh all yeah, that. yeah, yeah. The um, there was some good uh, good live music that was going on. Yeah, and uh, the place is big. Like even inside, even if we're pouring rain outside, it's they can a, house a quite a bit old of people. Potato barn. 
Yeah, that they converted into <laughs> awesome. like the tasting room, and it's really and, yeah, like it's, nice inside. Yeah, it's spacious in there. That's cool. That's... They also had they had wine. They had two different ciders as well. Um, yeah, you know the ciders I don't believe were theirs, and the uh, the wine clearly wasn't. But yeah, you know, there's something there for for everybody. You can definitely hang out. There were all walks of life hanging out outside. So, oh yeah, cool. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, I'm a little bummed I missed the the trip. I think I was a. Uh... At a fencing tournament or something. Yes, yeah, you are. You are. Which happens. <laughs> it it um, tends to happen. But, you know, I'm looking forward to getting out there and seeing the place next time we go out. Yeah, no doubt. Well, just wait until, like, I don't know, December 1st before you attempt that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what? Haven't, haven't they picked all the apples and all the pumpkins by now? I, I can know. tell you right now, having driven back from Greenport to here today. Yeah. Uh, no, definitely no. not. Not all the pumpkins? <laughs> you figured the pumpkins would be gone by now. No. No, there were plenty of pumpkins, and there were plenty of Look, people. Living in Aquabog for three years, yeah, roughly. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Uh, yeah. Okay, so wait until December. And if the weather holds at this point, it should be beautiful in December. Indeed. Well, so uh, anybody who's who listened to this, if you don't know, we recorded it. It's going to uh, to go on our, our uh, brandy new YouTube channel. We're waving to you right now. And yep. uh, you can check it out there. And also, uh, we're going to try to uh, to live stream the complete shit show that is us recording. So if you follow us on Facebook, you'll uh, you get a message and you can try to uh, catch us. Yeah. it's I'm, I'm excited. I've been trying to take a look. I saw a couple people popped in and said hi while we were recording. So thanks for taking a look at us. And... Um, as always, it would be fantastic to hear from anybody Yeah, to let us know what you think about these things. Send us a message on Facebook, Instagram, tweet at us, uh, send yeah. us an email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Yep. Or, uh, you know, listen for the sound of our dulcet tones when you're at your local brewery and come say hi. Yes, listen for me. I've been told I sound like a dying walrus. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, you can try our contact form. Anything. And, obviously, go visit Jamesport, and uh, you'll have a great time. There you go. All right, Cheers, guys. Everybody. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage, and Twitter and Instagram at beertasticshow, or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.